The crash site would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we create, the Yuggera and Turbal peoples. We also pay our respects to elders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Always was and always will be Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's land. What is this? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Creative Podcast, episode one. Today we'll be exploring, I guess we'll be doing a bit of an introduction, um, looking at individually what creativity is to us, looking at entrepreneurship, balancing work and life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think we have to address the nightmare of the setup that we've had. We were meant to, we were meant to start recording like an yeah. hour and a half ago. Yeah. And like, yeah. so like, it's all planned out. We've really thought Hi, this through. Hi, welcome to the Category <laughs> We're a professional podcasting studio. I'm not going to lie though, when I was sitting here before, I'm kind of looking at you guys and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, we do podcasts. You know? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, this has been happening for years. Yes, <laughs> for 50 years. We've been making content. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. I don't know, it was all good. I liked, I liked where that was going. I was going to dwell on that, but... Well, I mean, we can dwell. I feel like should we should we introduce dwell? ourselves. Yeah, so let's, let's start, start with an introduction. For those listening on audio, we both gestured, gestured towards, towards, it, towards one another to open. Yeah. But yeah. I will I'll introduce myself. My name... <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, my, name, my name is Zed. Um, I I am 23. I am an identify. I guess I, I identify as an interdisciplinary artist. I do a lot of different things, primarily around theatre. It's so nice to be that you're reading a CD out loud, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> what are we? That's what we're saying. <laughs> I was born in Brisbane. Uh, okay, okay. That chair is squeaking. <laughs> it's so bad. I can hear. Uh, it's gonna be a, a wait, character. I'll stop it. Podcast. And now you have to do the introduction. Now you do it still. Welcome to an ASMR episode. <laughs> okay, hot idea. Yeah. We, we, we let's do our <laughs> introduction as ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do think we may need to start again. No. No, let's get going. No, that's it. This is this is raw. Yeah. I'm Zane Woodley Lake. <laughs> and I was a producer of Raw. Nice. Okay. Full seriously. <laughs> well, we're just embedding inside jokes. <laughs> so anyone listening at home feels super excluded from all Actually, of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should that's a good note. Is that we need to make in jokes within the podcast. You yeah, can't yeah. be referencing outside of it. It's like strictly. You know what else I enjoy about this podcast so far is the fact that we've broken the fourth wall with it so many times. Yeah. And we are now having a discussion about the audience to the audience. Exactly. It's actually quite meta. We've actually planned this all out. Yeah. Yeah. This is scripted. Yeah. At, if you're at home listening, this is fully scripted. We've been rehearsing for Anyone days. who reviews podcasts, if you'd like to do Let's do let's do a rehash of the introductions, see how we go with that, yep. and then jump into what creativity means for us as well, as well as like maybe a check in, like a one to ten, yeah, and brilliant. you know something we achieved today. Yeah. Okay, so my name is Zane. Um, I am a musician. I also uh, studied event management, and I've sort of worked at combining the events industry with the arts industry, and I guess is something that I've been able to pilot through meeting both of you and starting this crash site. Um, 
And creativity to me is more of a flow state, I think, than anything. Um, and I can't quite pinpoint it, but I know when I'm in it. And today I feel really good because I've been doing lots of meal prep and I've been eating well and just topping it off with a nice beer. We're starting this podcast, the first first one of many. What, are you, what are you drinking, Brains? Oh, I am <laughs> drinking... Let's mention one of our official sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Or Barely to be official sponsors. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll reach out. I mean, I, I think... No, they'll reach out to us I after think, the six <laughs> I think local craft beer in Brisbane is great, so that would be awesome. And then we yeah. could even make it as a part of the segment, as like reviewing yeah. beer, maybe. So Burley Mid-Tide is the beer, <laughs> just, to, just to clarify. He showed the camera and just completely left all of the audio <laughs> listeners out. I, I need to get used to podcasting. <laughs> that, that's what this episode is. This is our preview of what's to come. Yeah. Um, mm. But Tarek, why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> Hi, my name is Tarek. Um, I like music. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, okay, my name's Tarek. I'm a Brisbane local. Um, yep, been creating and working in and around Brisbane and Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast for probably about three, four years now. I'm an Ethiopian-Australian adoptee, so I've also done a lot of um, cultural work and work with um, non-for-profits. Um, I enjoy videography, photography. I've definitely been uh, like what I would call a closeted creative. I think I did a lot of creating in my own space and it was quite personal to me. Yeah. Uh, and then since crash I think it, that's definitely expanded my horizons and being able to be a part of a team I think it's quite hard to be a solo artist yeah. mm-hmm. um, so being able to be a part of a team I think has pushed me to just put work out so yeah I guess it's even more also hard if you're in your solo artist in a community that doesn't have like networks set up or a community there for artists mm. to yeah. boost and leverage off each other mm. I think it's mm. something that we would you know when we started would very aware of trying to promote and you know create our own community so Mm. that people can have that entry level there Mm. yeah I I think the other thing that we've spoken a lot about so I mean why don't I quickly segue and I will properly introduce myself (laughs) and not just I was literally trying to spiel off my (laughs) my bio but uh now that we're we're relaxed into the flow of the podcast my name is Zan um we're in a we're in a creative flow state now (laughs) Um, Creativity. (laughs) Um, I grew up in Brisbane, um, always had a real passion for the arts, particularly theatre and film. I studied abroad overseas in the US and then came back home because of COVID in 2020. And then since then, I've been kind of doing a bit of freelance work as as a producer, as well as a creator, really passionate about building creative community developing uh, accessible pathways um, across the creative industries and then also looking at how you can build a sustainable business model within the arts. And yeah, I think for me, if we're talking about creativity too, I think leaning into that is, and what we're trying to do with Crash is create a space for creation. Mm. This idea of creativity is, is the act of creating something mm. and the and giving value to all acts of creation. And the idea is that... that good and bad are, are not are, are completely subjective and that's yeah. not what we're actually working towards creativity is about creating things trying things out experimenting and following impulses and i think yes. that's what we're really passionate about and that's why we started this podcast is to really talk about things surrounding that and experiment mm. with podcasting with a platform yeah, yeah and i also think it can be like a bit of a brain dump for us mm. um because we are so interested also in documenting the process of execution within creative industries which is something that artists sometimes don't really share and I feel like the podcast is probably the right format for us to be like okay you know realistically these days that we're recording are days where we've just had meetings all day Mm. and we've been ideating or executing or what like whatever's part of the process we're at and then we're going to come back and relax and Mm. talk about where we're at um with crash but also where we're at personally yeah um 
with an our creative journey. Sorry, that was my tooth. <laughs> and Zane, oh, and Zane's going to break all of his teeth. <laughs> Amazing. Sorry to interrupt that. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, that's your... It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think as well, like, sorry, Zed. You look so excited. Yeah, for all the audio listeners, Zed's just waiting. He's poised. Yeah. He's crouched on his chair and he's just like <laughs> trying Tiger. to jump in. And whenever you're not hearing his voice, that's the position that he's in physically. Yeah. I'm physically manifesting. Yeah, and we do, have, we do have a recorded version of this podcast if mm. you would like to view his different crouching poses. Yeah. I have many, and over the course of this podcast, I hope to introduce you to many of my different physical states. Yeah, we can analyze them. Yeah, we can break them down. If you want to leave a comment or let us know how you feel about the different physical states. Any of your favorites, it'd be great to get some feedback. We could potentially do a yoga class down the line. <laughs> yeah, can, I, can I riff back on what you were saying, Tarek? Can um, we jump back on the train? Something that we, as a company, like, obviously we're starting out now. We haven't even registered it as a legal entity, right? Like, we're in this in-between state. We are completely illegal. That's the truth, though. That's yeah, yeah. the hard facts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but um, like, sort of figuring out as a business what processes we we need to implement. I think reflection is one that we've that has come up as quite important and something we've just started to actually implement. And I think having this podcast is totally like cementing that as a practice of our business and what we intend to do mm. so it's really exciting to be able to actually sit down have the time you know it's an, an hour of talking but it's you know more than that setting up and you know you actually have more of a time and a space to sit and reflect like even just you know the conversation we had at um, visible ink today with chrissy mm. you know like being able to come here and then or maybe like you know riff off that like impulse you know and sort of talk about mm. these ideas but then providing those conversations to a wider audience yeah I think a part of it too is is for us we have big ideas I think like a lot of creatives you have these big dreams and aspirations for what you want to create and I think for us we're trying to figure out exactly what that is we've produced a couple of events yeah. we've produced a large scale theatre show we've accumulated some funding um, but I think we're now trying to figure out well what is our, our vision as a, as a collective and also as individuals and mm. then how do we start to develop a career and a practice mm. that, that enables that and supports that and is also sustainable for the long term so yeah. I think part of this is also us trying to figure out how do you actually make it work and also enjoy your life while you're doing it mm. and not just be so addicted to the work and, yep. and working so hard but not necessarily getting the, the returns Yeah. and I think the other thing that's really important here is we're all in Brisbane, mm. you know, we, we've all had a diverse range, range of experiences from when we've all sort of first met each other yeah. and we've all ended up back in Brisbane over the past, you know, 18 months mm. and we're really passionate about trying to leverage that and support the Brisbane arts community but also connect it to a global community mm. and how do we as creatives create platforms for one another, how do we support each other, how do we connect in new ways, mm -hmm. create new ways and then ultimately come together to collaborate on projects and different processes of creating. Yeah, and I think that's probably a good jumping off point. Um, something that we were looking to discuss today mm -hmm. was workflow and work balance. Yeah. I mean, definitely, we've, we've just basically, we're fresh off pretty much like two major productions and mm -hmm. one of them quite large that we've been working on since the start of the year. So that was yeah. like six months and, and longer for Zed, which yeah. he's been carrying it with him since 2019. 2018. Yeah, there you go. I was going to say 2019. That's yeah. a long time. Yeah. Um, I think which might be a like, topic for a future. Yeah. I don't think we yeah, should yeah, have yeah. And pathos special. Yeah. <laughs> Unpacking pathos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get Why a couple of beers ready. Yeah. Why you should have put, put it in the show on in a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a season we have, you know, age person that was yeah, yeah. involved yeah. in each episode, especially. Yeah. That sort of thing. That might yeah. be cool. But so right now we're actually just brainstorming <laughs> Yeah. episodes live on there that's You're kind of welcome. okay just jumping back to what i was saying back on the train was, yeah. before i was rudely interrupted. i feel like we need that soundboard yeah we need someone that. needs to be like like a train sound no no like a crash sound like glass breaking <laughs> <laughs> or a car <laughs> i'll just do it with my yeah, voice yeah, i was gonna say please. Yeah. <laughs> okay i'm sampling that and it's gonna be in the next episode <laughs> don't you dare. 
Sorry, what um, were you saying? Yeah, no. How are you guys feeling coming off those two really big projects? Like, how are you going almost reacclimatizing to having a balance? Because I yeah. think I can speak for all of us yeah. when I say there was no balance towards the end of Pathos, which wrapped at the end of June. 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 So not, not even that long ago. Yeah. But mm. how, how are you guys going reacclimatizing to work and having time to see family again? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, well, I guess the trajectory of those couple months was quite intensive. And going back to what I was saying about like creativity and a flow state, it's like I was, and I'm sure we were all, were feeling that flow state. And it was sort of this just escalation um, that maybe, you know, at some point did tip out and in balancing our creative life and work life and social life was a bit too much. Mm. But then... I guess after that, it, it feels like waves to me. It sort of was was this big wave coming in that then crashed down. Um, and then I remember having conversations with you, Zed, um, at home, like sitting in that after the dump sort of feeling of like, wow, we, we've spent so much time and energy on this project. It literally was... Know, a reality or what we were saying was we were creating our own reality um and then for it to be cut off i mean quite suddenly you know like mm-hmm. closing night and then we bumped out of the space the next day and we didn't we you know we had to finalize a lot of things like finances and stuff like that but it, and we're still working on i guess like the post-production mm. putting out you know, well, we also went straight into a lockdown yeah oh, that's we right. went straight into that. a three-day lockdown yeah. the day when we bumped out that was the tuesday of the last mm, brisbane yeah. three-day lockdown and we all kind of i think we all came back here once we finished bumping mm. out yeah and then we all just kind of split mm. up mm. i don't even know if you guys saw much of each other or but yeah i i yeah. we didn't see each other again for another three days yeah, at true. least from my perspective it's quite jarring a bit mm. wasn't it mm. yeah yeah, there were a lot of emotions for me personally, but I guess, yeah, I'd like to hear what, what else, you know, your perspectives were on it or experiences. I, I think the, like, the analogy of sort of like a wave crashing, I think, is actually quite relevant and something mm. I really resonate with. I think a lot of creative projects you resonate. put... Yeah, I really resonate, resonate, resonate with. That's a pathos inside joke. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the inside <laughs> joke. Um... <laughs> I, I think because you put so much time and energy and, and, and emotion into a project mm. like this. And this show really required a lot of the cast, the crew. I mean, we didn't know what this show was going to go up. And the three of us, we are operating on like two hours sleep for the part for the week and a half yeah. leading up to it. Like mm. things, everything that could go wrong went wrong. We had, we were, we, the show, the show was changing up until opening night. And then mm. it continued to change throughout the, se- the, the four show run. Each shows, yeah. Yeah. And and, and I think so there was, and we were, we were running on adrenaline. We were running mm. on an absolute emotional, like an energetic high to put this thing up. And, and, and there was so much emotion in it. Then it ending, I, I remember just feeling really empty. Mm. I remember feeling really just low and not, but ambiguous. Like mm. I didn't know what I, I felt and, yeah. and, you know, I had to get up and go for runs like, and just get out in nature and just mm. try and like clear my head. And I did a lot of processing in those couple of days afterwards. Mm. But I also then, we're talking about balance. I am a person who is very much addicted to work and I get a lot of my like self-validation from the work that I do. And when I'm not busy, I feel like I'm a failure. And that definitely started to come up where I was like, all these projects that, you know, it, conveniently like, close friends of mine who would come to visit then went went mm. back back to melbourne at the same That's time right, yeah. mm. um i work like jobs that i had were were ending like contract work was ending so i all of a sudden had two weeks where i had where i was completely off i had no obligations <laughs> and that was driving me insane <laughs> um but but actually what ended up happening is i i had a realization one one night when i was like really just like in my emotions and i and and we sort of spoke about mm-hmm. this a couple of times leading up to that moment when I went, I need to take a day off, like a full day off, right? I don't check so emails, you know, like I yeah. don't, I don't do anything. I just let myself rest into it. And what I actually did is I went through all of my journals from the past four years of my life, which documented all of the experiences that led up to pathos. And I, and I sat there and I actually like went through them all and like reflected and spent time like sitting that reflecting on everything that had happened and the person I was and the person that I 
I, I was then and the person I was becoming. And, and in that process, I think I also realized that, that that work ethic, like sometimes you've got to stay up and not sleep mm. to put a show up, yeah. you know, or to put a project up. You've got to give it everything you have. Yeah. But that's also not sustainable. Yeah. Like for the, the past 18 months, I robbed myself of a lot of like enjoyment in my life. Like, I, I really did not let myself, like, socialize. I didn't spend money going out. Sorry, <laughs> I hope you didn't hear that. I <laughs> <laughs> bowel. <laughs> please Sorry, excuse just, please Zane's, excuse bowel. Zane's bowel. I saw <laughs> Eric looked at me. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, so Guys, I Guys, this is the podcast. So, we're, we're a PT Beep. podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, thanks for the sound effect there. Yeah. Yeah, but I, but I think... I think there's sort of a learning process that we we go through in, in not only from like a creative experience. <laughs> Sorry, Tarek is having a breakdown in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just screaming pterodactyl sounds into the mic and being like, I'm a sound effect board. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, that's good. That's great. This is a really emotional podcast yeah. for us. I'm really tired. Can, yeah, I don't know if you're done, but please. I think like a lot of that's resonating with me, and I think the beautiful thing that I just had a bit of an epiphany about is is like the show. Like we created that show for ourselves in a way because it was a space to be able to like process a lot of things and resonate with new ideas and have a reference of something to you know look back on, which were three of the uh, core core words, yeah, words of the show, but. Yeah, and, and like, I don't know, the, the, the days after that show were a bit of a bit of a blur looking back for me, mm. to be honest. But I definitely know that I had, a, like, a lot of revelations um, just personally mm. in that time. And a lot of things, it was like these shifting of gears in, in almost, like, many aspects of my life at the same time. Mm. Similar to, like, you know, having friends leave or, you know, work changing and... Mm the lockdown mm. it was just a, a handful of things that happened to coincide in a time where you were having having to be comfortable with that change and like learn from that experience mm. yeah it's a quick turnaround time i think that is something people don't talk about with their creativity is you don't have you, you're not likely to give yourself much time to adjust you're just like okay i've got to do the next project or i've got to do the next thing or i've got to mm. make something more you know and also people can get caught up in the fact that their art comes from that struggle like they've got a lot i know so many artists who say i work better under pressure or I, I need a shorter timeline or i yep. leave everything until the last minute and then i smash it all out you know mm. um it's a bit of a kind of a toxic cycle, but yeah. it, it's almost like a crutch instead of just taking your time and pacing it out and reflecting at each spot. Yeah. I think that you're bringing up a really a couple of really core cool points here. I think the other thing that I learned through Pathos and through doing a project like that that yeah was with me for three years. I mean, I pitched it when I was in the US and I pitched it to my school over there and I said, "This is what I want my senior thesis to be." And what I imagined it would be would be to like kickstart my career over in the US. And I didn't imagine myself coming back to Australia. Mm. And then we came back and then we redeveloped the entire show. Like it's a mm. completely different show that went up. And I think through that, it's like this realization of wait a second, we are not playing a short term game here. Yeah. Like we're playing a long term game. Like the work that we're putting in now isn't for us in six months, it's for us in six, 16, you know, 30 years. Because it's it's one project at a time, and think about the amount of learning that you have. Excuse me. I think we're all realizing that beer might not <laughs> yeah, be yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? for a podcast. <laughs> um, I was just thinking about how good it is to have. I, I do quite like the it's beer, good, but, I'm but like, I am I'm, yeah, quite I'm conscious like of the yeah. fact that I'm burping a lot. <laughs> um, also, can, while we're doing this, okay, just for the video, watch. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing with this table thing over here because that's the thing that's making the squeaking sound on my chair. Oh. It's this. Or your chair. It's me. Oh. So, yeah, we have a little squeak. Uh, it's okay. We'll, we'll 
It's Ooh. actually just a little man under yeah. the table. Like, little Craig's the king. Hey, Timmy. What is wrong with me? The minute I get put in front of a mic, I honestly think I'm the soundboard. I'm like, Craig, Craig. Well, it saves some money, like not actually having to invest in a soundboard. Yeah. Yeah, and then you I can sell it. Live. Tarek, 1,000 sounds. <laughs> 1,000 sounds of Tarek. And <laughs> this Crash Side podcast uh, interlude is brought to you by Tarek's 1,000 sounds. <laughs> Can 1,000 sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make a soundboard. That would be so much fun. Also, do you remember that speech um, delay thing? I just experienced yeah. it accidentally, and I, yeah, it was. I forget what they called it, but it would play back your speech to you, like slightly delayed, and it yeah. would be really hard to to keep say speaking. Things. I was just accidentally doing it to myself, and I, I had a moment, so <laughs> I'm so, going to take that out of my ear. And while Zane takes a quick moment, let's. All take a quick moment to figure thank out what's next. I was going to say to thank our sponsor. <laughs> to thank our sponsor, Burley Midtide Ale. We're totally going to get attacked because they're going to be like, you're not allowed to use our yeah. name. Yeah, they're like, oh, no. they're like you guys oh, no. have not been able to hold the conversation at We're gonna all. We're going to have to <laughs> the beer. Can I, can I jump in then and, and put us on a, on a, on a trajectory? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, that's the car turning yep. down a different road. Um, so we've been talking about, I guess, our personal experiences over the last six months or so. Um, could we maybe like dissect more of like what what it's taken for us to balance, or you know, for lack of a better word, balance work and life, uh, work and creativity, and what it looks like, and. My, my belly again or, or maybe like some some of the challenges let's like narrow down and then maybe talk about any solutions we had or, or you know road uh, road bumps yeah. speed bumps along yeah. the way what have we had in the last six months for those listening maybe if you know if they're going through similar yeah experiences yeah I mean I can I can jump right off the bat there this is something that I've done a lot of thinking about uh, over the past couple of months and I think it's been one of the biggest things that I've had to work on over the past couple of years because my relationship with work was really damaging a lot of other relationships in my life especially my relationship with myself um, I think sometimes it's really easy to get attached to the work that you create and and like your career mm -hmm. as being like a core validator of, of your life mm -hmm. and I think a big part of this like journey has been that if, if I am not, if I'm not happy, mm. if I do not feel fulfilled in my own life and like, and, and that I don't feel happy and feel balanced in my life, then the work that I create is not worth it. Like it's, it's got to fit in with my life. It's got to be about the experiences, the plethora of experiences that happen in every aspect of my life influence the art I create. Mm. And I think, I think for me, I, there was part of me that was like, no, the suffering is good. You know, like the suffering, yeah. like in, similar to yeah. what you're saying before, yeah, like it's it, a trap. Yeah, it, it that it, it you know fuses with my art and makes my art better, you know, and that but it doesn't have to be like that. And I think, I think a lot of the realizations that I've had, you know, over the past couple of weeks really have been like, what are the things that actually matter to you in life? Mm. Like, what is important and what do you really enjoy? And I had to really sit down and think about that. And like, one of the things is I love having conversations with people. I love connecting with people. I love creating and not having to be worried about what the outcome is or what people think of it by just just creating things. And also, like, I, I, you know, another thing that was really important to me was, like, like intimacy and deep connection with other human beings mm. and also family. Mm. And they are things that I, I, I starved myself of and didn't let myself engage with because I was, like, oh, I'm busy. I'm working. Busy, busy, busy. A lot of time I wasn't even, like, doing work. Like, nothing was getting done. But I was just like, no, I need to work all day. Mm. I'd be waking up at three in the morning. Like, like yeah. I had no social life, mm. you know? I didn't know anyone really in Brisbane apart from, like, the creative team. Mm -hmm. And I would just be working my ass off because I was like, I thought that that's what I had to do to validate myself mm. as an artist, but also as a human being. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think part of what the realization has come out of it is too, is like, how do you, how do you feel about yourself when you are by yourself? Yeah. And, and if you've got to, and, and like, you know, I think it's different for everyone. Like there's no roadmap to that, mm -hmm. but I've had to really go, you know, what do I need to do in my life that allows me to like, when I come home at night, I'm like, yeah, like 
I love you, Zed. Like, Zed, you as an individual, as a person, despite work, despite all of those other things, like, you as a person, you are satisfied in your life, you feel happy, you feel fulfilled in your life, mm-hmm. and you feel okay with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, it's separating all those things and going, no, I'm not going to get attached to my work. I'm not going to get attached to these projects and these external validators, but I'm going to find validation in just, like, who I am as a human being. Yeah. And I think that process has then allowed me, yeah. like... You know, the past, really flourishes yeah, that. I yeah. feel so much more creative these past few weeks than I have in quite a while, you know, like, and I, and I actually feel happy. Like, I feel like I'm the happiest I've been in a really long time, you know, like, mm-hmm. because like we're, awesome. we're doing things, you know, we're having mm-hmm. conversations like this. We're like, yeah, let's do the podcast. Yeah. It's messy. We don't really know what we're doing, but let's like just start getting the ball rolling. Yeah. Let's have conversations about what we're passionate about. Naturally, then like work picked up again and I got new contracts for work. I'm spending more time with my family and I'm like, I feel like I'm there for my younger siblings I, I think also it's just like that base level of like my base operating level is way more positive. And that like the way that I speak to myself mm. is way more positive because yes. I'm like, just cause you didn't, you know, you didn't get up at three in the morning because you, you need to sleep, mm. you know, because you need at least seven hours sleep to operate. Mm. And you were up because you were connecting with people and you're having great conversations, mm. you know, and, and that's really important to you. Mm. So it's really, I think it's it's also like testing the waters, trying yeah. things out, experimenting with, you know, what's important to you and taking that time to like, as we said, like reflect. Yeah, and work out what that balance is. I think for me, my approach has always been like, as I mentioned at the start, I, I would, I'm a compartmentalizer. So I would have everything separate in my life. I would have my family, then I'd have my friends, then I'd have my work, and then I'd probably have another aspect of work. And it was all very separate. And then my creativity and making things and sharing things was completely separate. Like it was it was mine and it was behind closed doors. Mm. And for me, balance-wise, learning to bring those things together has made a massive difference. Like now I'm just creative with my friends and then that pushes me to be like to share my art and to learn more um, to learn more about what I can achieve and then I bring my family into it and I'm like oh well I've actually got a show like then that Mm. gives me time to see them and then it's also because now I'm actually finally pursuing it it's work and it counts as work whereas before I'd be busting my ass kind of trying to finish work and uni and creativity but all separate and it's like well aren't they Mm -hmm. the same aren't they the same thing um but yeah i'm i'm also i get lost in work as well and sometimes i try and bleed it into too many areas in my life where i need to just be putting my foot down and being like okay you're allowed to just just go away for a weekend you know like (laughs) it's all good um and i think personally just drawing as a suggestion for other people drawing really hard lines in Mm. the sand for yourself you know you are relearning something that might not come naturally to you so i literally i have a day planner i've finally gotten into the rhythm Mm. of writing down everything i need to get done at at every other job that i work at because i work bloody everywhere (laughs) and i just have to put in there day off yeah going to dinner like like and if it's in the diary it happens and i guess that's just one approach Mm. but for me it it helps just to be more strict with myself in my creative pursuits and my work pursuits and my personal life Mm. um and even in in a week or so i've got taking week off for the first time in probably like two years because if i took if i took time off work um, work that I get paid for, <laughs> you know, like the old nine to five yeah. work, then I would be doing creative work. I would be doing pathos or I would be doing something else for someone else or or I would be doing uni, you know, and just to be going like, no, all of it can just wait a week and I get time for myself. And making hard and fast times to see people. Um, mm. I think something else that helped me uh realized that there's not enough time in life is my sister had a baby you know (laughs) and she is quite literally my niece she's so cute she's quite literally one of the best things that's happened to me which is weird because i didn't do that much work (laughs) i just i just showed up and was like oh she's cute (laughs) 
But you know, she's only gonna yeah, yeah. But she's only gonna be this old for so long. Mm. So even when my sister was pregnant, I was like, I've got to see her every week. Before that, I would see her maybe at each family function, which was every couple of months, kind of thing. Mm. And which is ridiculous because we grew up side by side and we're really close and we really get a lot out of the time we spend together. But having that, that's, it's not a stressor, but having that indicator in your life where it's like, no, you've got to, you've got to see her, you know, she needs you, you want to be a part of Willow's life, this, that, and the other. And then it's, that has given me the momentum to hold onto those rules Mm -hmm. for myself. And that those I'm, I'm adamant those will become a part of my practice forever is making that time for myself and carving it out like no matter how hard it is you've just got to because we don't have enough time I think the other thing on that too is I think you have to like it's got to be a hard line yeah like you can't this is one thing I did and I I feel like we've spoken about this as well Mm. is like it's very easy to go okay yeah okay I'm going to spend this I've got 45 minutes to go see my family Awesome, but I'm also but then when I'm there, I'm checking emails yes. and I'm like responding to phone calls and text messages, and then I go, well, I, you know, what was the point of even going to see them? Mm. Like I didn't, you know, and the same thing with relaxing. It's mm. like oh, I'm going to take a day off, mm. but then I spend the day responding to emails, doing up like my planner for the week, doing this. It's like that's not time off. Yeah, like yeah. I'm still working, and mm. and I think that's the other thing is realizing it's like this idea of like if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah, it's the same with and and like it's like if you're going to yeah. sit down and work. Sit down and fucking work. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is I do think when you're carving out those those serious times for relaxation and for other parts in your life, then you are way more productive in Mm. the times that you put for work because that's it. That's what you got, right? If you just give yourself those boundaries, then you'll, you'll become more productive within them because you're not missing those other parts. Like you're fulfilled at a base level and you're happy at a base level and that makes you more productive and more creative. Mm. How about you, Zane? Sorry, we've waffled no, no, for about 20 great. minutes. No, <laughs> I, yeah, I relate to a lot of it. And I guess from my perspective, the thing that I've learned in the past, wow, even like three months, is like anything you do, like as long as you show up for yourself, I think the benefits will be, you know, tenfold. Mm. And it's interesting hearing like both of your perspectives on on something similar, but, you know, in, from different I guess lights and something I've been looking at as well is is personal development and then I feel like with that you know or, or at least to get to get more specific I, I guess writing down goals you know it's actually like working towards goals working on my you know my mental health my thought processes my internal dialogue lots of things like that that are that seem minor until you start to to work on it and then it has like such a drastic impact and i guess as well there's that and then also um from another angle is like so doing all my you know creative creativity stuff i guess it's not you know i I used to think it had to be like this it had to be sort of you know this product this outcome but you know what we've learned at least is it's process or a large part of it is process and I've found myself you know having my own creativity and exploring my own creativity through outlets that I otherwise wouldn't have thought as creative you know like taking a step back from you know theatre I used to be an actor you know I still love to act but then going to more of the production side you know I always thought it would be bland but no, it's actually, you know, it's still this great thing that you get to like have, you know, quite a control on mm. and you're, you know, you're, you're putting in your ideas and you're seeing the results. So it's like, I guess, I don't know what I'm trying to say right now exactly, but my, the power of like my mind and shifting from what I used to think my creativity was to now what I, I live mm. as my creative practice and constantly working on it and finding new ways of improving that. But then also, yeah, like in different, you know, we were talking about work-life balance, you know, changing my perspectives on what work means to me or what, I guess more specific, what the job that I work to 
pay the rent means to me. <laughs> and then finding more satisfaction through having clear definitions. I love that all creatives are like, oh yeah, uh-huh. my, my job. <laughs> yeah. Like there's my work and there's my job. <laughs> yeah. And then on another note, to sort of segue, I guess, is I was, th- I was thinking it's really interesting, like the value you put on your own work and how I've found it really easy to be self-critical of, of creative work or output. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask like what experiences you both have had with that like in relationship to our projects that we've done. And I can also jump in as well. I just think it's really it's really interesting because I find it like an easy trap to like be over analytical on like what what I'm creating or producing when really like I should be just enjoying the the process in the moment or I I think we've talked about this before as a group. Mm. I definitely get tunnel vision Mm. and I get really analytical about like every little thing that I'm doing and whether I'm hitting um, time markers, whether it's as good as maybe people around me, especially if you're working in a group setting. It's um, even just being in, you know, in a partnership as Crash, as Mm. much as we're here... um, as an autonomous creative collective and we're just here to support each other Mm. you do still have that um you do still have that healthy competition or a little bit of like you know well the boys are getting pushing this Mm. stuff out so i've got to make sure that my work's up to par as well um so but it is it's again i think it comes back to the process thing and Mm. it comes back to being able to stop and hold yourself and be like I'm going to put out the work that I can put out and whether it's what I imagined in my brain or Mm. not, (laughs) that doesn't matter as long as I'm getting something out of the process. If you spend all your time nitpicking everything, you won't get anything out of the process and Mm. that's when it's all for nothing, you know, not when it's up, not up to your scratch, Mm. you know, as long as you're putting something out that you, you, you think you've put your heart into and you've taken the time to mm. reflect on the process and understand mm. how far you've come, yeah. then you're always taking something out of it, no matter what other people think or critics think or, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. Yeah. I, I think that's like such a great way to put it. And I think it's that idea of like, we we're talking about creativity earlier, you know, like the act of creation is enough. Mm. You creating something is it, like whatever you create, it's it's perfect because only you could create it, yeah. mm. right? Because it's coming from you. If you're being authentic and you're honest and you put something out into the world, mm. like that, that takes courage. Like it is hard to do. And the fact mm. that you did it, that's the most important thing, yeah. right? And I think the way, like Stephen Pressfield talks a lot about this in his books about like resistance, this idea that there is this force that's holding us back from like the creative fulfillment and the creation that we want to we want to put out into the world, right? Mm. This voice that's like, that's not good enough. Did you really just write that? Oh, why, why even bother continuing with this project? Mm. And like, talking about pathos, like there were days where I would wake up and I would spend the whole day rolling around on my floor being like, you're, you're useless. You know, like, why are you doing this? You know, like, it's never going to come together. It's an absolute shit show, right? And it's like, you have to fight and like wrestle that voice in your head. Mm-hmm. And like, and it is a fight, like mm. it is it is a violent act to shut that voice out yeah. but it's a really important act because mm. the, it's like a muscle the more you do it the more you go I'm not listening to you right now like mm. I'm working yeah. I'm creating right now like yeah. the more you stand up to that is like you build muscles you build the ability to like like fight back next time mm. and, and, and you you learn to trust yourself and your instinct mm. yeah and, and each other I've, it, yeah at least exactly through, through the stuff we've done yeah. is like having that reciprocity and someone to back you up it is i think it is well just from my personal experience i do find it slightly easier working within a team because at mm-hmm. least you've got someone to bounce stuff off mm. yeah and you're like well i respect that person and i love their work so if they are genuinely and i know they're going to tell me the truth and if they're genuinely saying this is good enough or mm. tweak this and then it's in the right direction i find that easier than being left alone with myself and having to wrestle yeah. that you know because mm. you're spending you're exerting so much energy trying to trust yourself yeah (laughs) it's hard to do the work it's hard to do the work (laughs) exactly exactly i I think there's also this idea of like separating the creator and the editor 
they yeah. they can't exist simultaneously. Mm. Like it's that mm. thing. It's like if you are writing, like if you're writing and you're editing as you're going, mm. like you have these two conflicting forces: one that just wants to get stuff out onto the page, and one that is trying to nitpick and make it perfect. Mm. Yeah. And they can't coexist. It's like I think it's like you've got to dedicate time. All right, this part of the process is creation, mm-hmm. mm. and then this part is editing. Mm. You know, and sometimes it's not as smooth as that, right? Sometimes you've got Real. to sort of wrestle with it. Often but does. yeah. <laughs> But I, but I think it's a good way to look at it is go, what is my creation time and what is my editing time? Because yeah. like you don't want to be making something whilst you're trying to edit it. Oh, yeah, no, we're good. We're good for time. We've still got about <laughs> 15 minutes if you want. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh does someone break. need another bit? <laughs> I can go get some more beers. Can I ask... Oh, did you want to get beer? I think he wants beer. Okay. <laughs> Get the, uh, is, I want we'll beer take, we'll take a short beatbox. I was gonna, yeah, you could keep you could interlude. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, does anyone else want another beer? I'll have another beer, please. I'll have another beer. I'll have another burly. Another burly. How I'll, about I'll we put a up. "We'll be right back" and yeah, then yeah. the yeah, kitten yeah. hanging. We'll be like right back. Has a feature beer and a feature bagel. Yeah, Maybe not. No, bagels oh. are expensive. Guys, we're feature gonna food. just burp our whole just gluten and yeast. Just. Glute, it's sponsored by the gluten and yeast industry. Did you say yeast? <laughs> no, I said yeast, but it started laughing. <laughs> anyway, back to the ones and twos. Two super <laughs> show. <laughs> Also, stay tuned for the Zed and Zane show. Coming the to Zed and Zane next show fall. produced by Tara. <laughs> but not supported by her. <laughs> Sponsored by? Actually, no. I had a question for you, Zed. Please. It was, we were talking about process and creation and editing and, and separating steps in a creative yeah. process. Oh, we drew it back in really quickly. What no, but that? you've just thrown us back out. It was intentional. <laughs> it's all scripted. We've just got to remember <laughs> yeah, that. This is a reminder scripted. for the audience. We are running off We've a script. We've actually been rehearsing this for weeks. Yeah. Okay, everything is down to a T. I'm having deja vu. <laughs> so the, the question I had for you, because I... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm going to take us back <laughs> to our little trip we had, our little house trip. So for the viewers out there and the oh. listeners... So we are recording this from our home studio in Wollongabba. Yeah. Zed and I live together. Yeah. We live, have a little granny flat. So this is in the loft of our granny flat. Uh, and then Tarek doesn't live here, but she leaves all our stuff here. <laughs> oh, <get it>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we went on a trip with our our other housemates because we're oh, divided by. A trip. <laughs> there's two houses. It's the same. Pro- anyway, yep. doesn't matter. Irrelevant. But you showed me a blog post that you were writing. Yeah. And it was very much like on the present moment and well, it was actually I'll let you describe what it is later. But the question I had is with your blogs that you write, um, and you can also have a link to your website. It's a chance to plug it. Is it very clear, like do you separate creation, editing? Is there like quite a distinct process in blog writing that you could then make a mold and translate into other mediums? Really interesting question. Um, 
blog writing is one of the things that I have deliberately chosen that I'm not going to edit. Cool. Um, I find that I can get like obsessed with things mm -hmm. and I can, it can mean that I just never produce anything. So mm. I deliberately chose at the beginning of my blog writing that I would write it. I would then do a quick read over and just try and check for some basic grammar and then I would upload. Cool. And I think, I think that's a process that I've really just tried to employ. And funnily enough, I think that's a process I want to employ for more stuff that I create, especially at this stage of my career is I don't want to be, sorry, I had another beer and now I'm burping again. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be like like constantly editing and trying to make everything perfect. I want to just be putting stuff out there and, and getting an idea and like learning through doing. So I think with my blog writing, that's one of the things that I'm trying to do because I think it's very easy for me to get self-conscious about my writing. And mm. so I really try and just write from instinct and from intuition and impulse and then see what happens and then maybe get a bit of feedback which you provided and then yeah. sort of edit it. Yeah, because yeah, I was wondering... Because I just remember that moment quite vividly of like, well, we had the car trip to the property and we had a conversation and then, yeah, you, you'd gone away and written something like sort of like an essay, like, mm -hmm. and then come, you, you showed me and I remember going into the room and, and having a look at it and putting my own sort of thoughts and reflection on it. But I guess that was like the blog was something that we'd shared. So I guess you were like, give me the opportunity to like have a little bit of an input on it. Yeah. Have you uploaded that one? No, I don't think oh, I have yet. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, I, it's because <laughs> Zane's had something to do with it. <laughs> so it's life. gone in a lot. Zane gave me it's feedback, and I've just put it into the folder of Zane's given <laughs> feedback, into the never file to be dump. published. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually need yeah, to. So I this need is to. An creative I feel like project. this is yeah. everything I do. <laughs> Zane provides feedback, and then that immediately cancels the project. Yeah, this podcast, <laughs> no one will ever hear it. Yeah, yeah, no, because no, no. Zane's editing it. Yeah, yeah, Zane wasn't doing it. Getting this set up so it's not going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not going. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think like that was an important one because from memory, like I honestly I kind of forgot about that blog post mm. and I'm trying to remember exactly what it was about. But yeah. I I think it was one of the things that it came down to was this idea of experiencing a moment mm -hmm. and being in that moment and acknowledging the like profundity of like mundane moments mm. and and the the ability to actually lean into a moment and experience it rather than needing to analyze it mm. and mm. and i think like one of the moments i talked about was there was this moment where we'd all sort of had dinner mm. and we'd all gone outside and we sat down and we just like smoked a joint and had a couple of uh, mm. glasses of wine and we looked up and we could see it and there was sort of like the storm it was raining mm. we were listening to music and we were just talking and i went <laughs> like what a fucking like wild profound moment yeah of, of, you know, four people that honestly, like, could easily not have known each other in life. Yeah, but that's our, another yeah. whole story as well, and, like, coincidence that we've all come together and found this place that we live in. And yeah, it's yep. so interesting. And the coincidence of the three of us being here. Mm. I mean, Tarek and I went to primary school together. We <laughs> yeah, met at yeah, yeah. Brisbane Arts Theatre when we were, like, little <laughs> kids doing, like, yeah. acting together. Yeah, but yeah. we weren't even in the same group because no, we were... No, no, we're, like, <laughs> age groups different. Yeah. Because he's an old man. Because I'm really old. It's an old man. <laughs> I've been in here for 50 years. <laughs> so I think we've got the title of your blog, The, Profund the Profundity of Mundane Moments. I, I love that. That's actually quite nice. That's an album name. Well, we also now need a new blog title <laughs> for that blog. But so that's perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thanks. Uh, we had a now conversation. Now we can't have that conversation anymore because I said it was good. That's feedback. Yeah, that's feedback. And we're transitioning. And <laughs> <laughs> Zane, um, what what kind of creative things have you been thinking about recently? We're at the mm -hmm. stage where we're sort of moving yep. on to the next things. What's on your radar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, something I'm really passionate about at the moment is, uh, and my license is expiring soon, my free license is... Yeah. Oh. is <laughs> What I'm really interested in is getting back on the road. <laughs> but my license is expiring soon and I don't know how to renew it. <laughs> so I'm just going to drive. <laughs> yeah, so I'm talking about driving software for music. Yeah. And I've been really into, like, I made the, quickly, like, the beat for this podcast that you'll hear at the end and start. But you edited it, so it's not We've already got it. It's just us going, we've got things. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, it's something yes. I'm actually interested in yeah. and, and love doing is making beats. Like, yeah. just impromptu. Like, even when we were in the in the creative process of Pathos, I was recording live yeah. moments 
mundane moments and then making something out of it and I found it really fun and I think that's something that's sticking with me now is like just creating and not worrying about editing and just putting it out yeah mm. you know like because that's something I I have like a backlog of lots of tracks that Put because anywhere. you're a musician, mm. realistically, like a lot of yeah. your creative work in your spare time, mm-hmm. you work with uh, like making your own tracks, and then you also play in multiple bands. bands yeah. Or yeah, yeah, so how? Well, like, give us some background on. Yeah. Okay, I because I've never spoken to you oh, before, really? so I would never clue. Tarek has never <laughs> spoken to me before. This is the first conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I um, I've been playing music for what since two thousand and nine. No, <laughs> I'm glad we acknowledged that voice crack because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to call it out too. Yeah, so yeah, thank yeah. you. It's funny I'm talking about 2009. My voice was probably cracking around that time. But yeah, instrumental music in in school, <laughs> and I played the trombone. They, you know, and I now know I'm good friends and play in a band with the teacher who put me onto this music. Um, but yeah, I've played trombone since 2007 or six. Uh, and played drums since about 2009 or 10. And I've always loved, I think, like, going back to creative flow. Mm. Some of my most memorable moments in life are live gigs and being behind the, or on stage behind the instrument and being able to express myself through that medium. Mm. And a lot of it has been being comfortable with the instrument and learning how it works and how I can like the thing that I struggle with or and I think every musician struggles with is is there's this phase where you hear something in your head and you're trying to convey that through the instrument sometimes you're just not at the level where you can do that mm. fluently mm. it's like a language it's communication um, so yeah I've been playing it for you know quite a lot of years now and I'm in I'm very comfortable where I'm at in Brisbane with the bands that I'm in and I've had to say no to projects that come up and I've had to choose and, and, and had a lot of fun along the way just sort of slotting in and out of, of bands or experiences relating to live music. And I think uh, another th- a part of that is, is, yeah, making tracks and like having this platform to be able to explore more of that on quite a simple scale. But yeah, I think sound you know, is something I'm pretty, pretty well versed with. I listen to music all the time love love collecting records and you know spotify is is a great you know platform that's made so much music accessible but at the same time you know i think it's important to support artists that you do listen to and support them through merchandise and uh, albums you know buying digital albums or or physical albums going to gigs stuff like that which has been a bit hard to navigate i guess recently but yeah i think well, I've just, uh, you can probably tell that I, I love music and it's something that really is like an essential part of me that I've come to realise recently. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So you want to get, because I think the, the thing that's coming out of this is like you, you've actually realised too that you're really good at making music, mm. right? And that you can do it like individually. Like, yeah. you know, you've, you, which... We've done. We were looking yeah. back on on tracks from this oh, yeah. this show that we did in 2017, mm. where you know, like one night you came over to my house and you were just jamming out on the keyboard, and we were trying to record music for this show that was in two days. Oh. Um, <laughs> but but you've got a natural talent for mm. that, and and something you're really passionate about. Yeah. But but it seems like there's been some barriers or some something that's held you back from actually doing that and and con- putting yeah. time into that. Yeah. What do you feel like those barriers have been? I think a big part of it has been self doubt. To be honest, or like sticking to what I'm good at, yeah. knowing that like oh, I'm I'm in these bands and I'm good at just performing. Well, actually, you know, I can try to explore other other elements. But I think a big part of it was I remember coming out of high school and I had the option of studying music at the conservatorium in Southbank, or, or the option of submitting a, a portfolio. And I just thought, uh, no, I'd rather keep it as a passion or a hobby mm. than make it a career. Because my perception of what a career was at the time was hard yakka work that mm. you don't want to do. But I've come to realise, oh no, actually you can make your life and your career out of your passion. Mm. It is totally attainable. Yeah. It takes a lot of work, yeah. but you can do it. And it's I about think. making it work for yourself as well. Yeah. Also, just I'm not derailing completely, but I'd mm. like to drop in the comment that um, beautiful use of the word hard yakka. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, was gonna acknowledge that, that too. That was seamless. That yeah, was very well done. Absolutely blank. You know, like yeah. A Congratulations, and a musician. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, for everyone who's listening on audio, Zane just took a bow. <laughs> I'll take it. You know, like I'm on a bit of a roller coaster now. You guys were talking about how my feedback was invaluable. <laughs> I mean, invalid. Yeah, and now yeah, you're yeah. talking about, you know, I'm just taking that yeah, roller yeah. coaster. <laughs> That's <laughs> what this podcast really has come to. It's today, the emotional you know? torment of yeah. Zane <laughs> <Woodley> Lake. <Yeah. laughs> the centerpiece. Yeah. I, think, I think if we're going to summarize it down into That's what you what can expect. Name. That's there. what we should name this episode. The emotional <laughs> yeah. torment. <laughs> it's a yeah. roller coaster. It's a roller Jump coaster. on board. Yeah. There are height yeah. restrictions though. Zane's yeah. happens to be very tall. Very tall. Yeah, I think it's 180. Yeah, and if you're not taller, yeah, if you're not taller, <laughs> don't get on. Yeah. Can I can I come back to my experiences in music? No. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> I knew it was coming. On a weekly basis, I'm rehearsing like twice a week consistently now. How uh, always have been. Or since I can remember, you know, since I graduated high school in 2014, have been doing music on a weekly basis, and it's become a part of my life now. That I and I and it's hard to remember that and to sit in the moments, mundane moments, if they may be. But yeah, I think especially the the social aspect that I get out of it. And in one band, for example, like big jazz band in a community that mm. I, you know, I love, I absolutely love, and I love every every member of that band as well. And people come and go and you know it serves quite a, a strong purpose in my life not just creatively but socially mm. and you know being able to to do gigs you know as part of anywhere festival that was like almost this other bridging gap of like all my other walks of life of like event production music yeah I don't know it's 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 important to sometimes yeah reflect sit back and, and look at where you are and, and you know, give yourself a pat on the back mm. for, for what, what you've achieved, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, what a great point. Like, what a great point maybe as we sort of come to, like, wrap this podcast mm-hmm. up. I think we've been yeah. running for about an, just over an hour now. But this idea is that I think it's so important that we take the time to actually pat ourselves on the back and yeah. go, like, I did that, you know? Yeah. Like, I put something out into the world and it doesn't matter what other people think, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, what matters is that in so doing, you were working to become better. Mm. Like, you were putting yourself out there to become better, to evolve, you know? And, yeah. and like, it's awesome to see that. Like, we've known each other for... Oh, Seven oh, years Seven now. years now? <laughs> yeah, seven <laughs> was... <laughs> uh, which, which, which is seven. Something's wrong with me. Something's serious. Something's wrong. (laughs) With this podcast. Because it is all over the place. Something's wrong wrong with this podcast. But it's going to get better. uh, Because this is our first first crack at it. We had a lot of technical things getting it all together. But we were able to record it. And I think... What's exciting about this too is I think we feel like there's something we really want to put more time into, we want to commit yeah. to as a, as a company, as a collective, but also as individuals, as a way yeah. of mm-hmm. documenting our process, documenting how we're thinking about creativity, how we're trying to produce more work, yeah. and our also growth how- growth as a company. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so I think, you well, know- Maybe it'll just document our demise. Exactly, yeah. Maybe <laughs> this is, this is you know, maybe- <laughs> Something. This is the start of the fall of the Roman Empire. That's what this is. Because we are the Roman Empire. As, as, <laughs> yeah. a, as a company, that's what we're aspiring yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a company that's been functioning for about- <laughs> Illegally functioning. <laughs> illegally functioning for about six months we are the romans of the industry yeah. we are the romans of the industry and if zane edits anything it will cause our demise <laughs> so i think so on- for god's sake yeah. man don't touch the computer can yeah I, yeah can i just jump in real quick and just say uh yeah we are figuring it out but we would love for you to reach out to us and connect on our various social media platforms yeah so you can find this podcast on spotify Apple Music. I mean, actually, you're listening to this, so you've found yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have but managed to maneuver the world of podcasts yeah. and audio entertainment yeah, yeah. to find the crash site <laughs> yeah. podcast. And some brilliant maneuvering it was. Yeah, yeah. Well done yeah, to yeah. you. Let's, yeah, 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 let's yeah. give you a let's pat on the back. You on the yeah. back. <laughs> you, you, have, you have got to the end of this podcast. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Because right. it has been a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and we we appreciate your support mm-hmm. and. Exactly as Zane was saying, please do reach out. Yeah. Anything 
that you think we've done well, anything that you think we've done terribly, keep yep. to yourself. Don't share <laughs> no, 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 not <laughs> no, but seriously, message yep. us. Yep. You know, we're really At we're all about accessibility as well as a com- as a yes. company. Yeah. Um. So you can find us on all the social medias, our handles, the crash site, mm-hmm. on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we'll get to LinkedIn eventually. This will go up on YouTube if you want to yep. look at our faces and watch Zane Burke live. <laughs> and eat cashews. <laughs> I've been eating cashews. Yeah, this yeah, whole yeah, time. yeah. From mix nuts. Um, and Love especially give if this if this um, podcast gets over one hundred streams within. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do? Come on, what you didn't you, you didn't know what you were gonna say, and then you're saying it, and now you've committed to something. That what are we committing to? We'll <laughs> release <laughs> another episode, a oh, yeah. special no, episode. No, 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 and with that, signing and with out. That, we will sign out. That's the crash team. This uh, is listening to this is Zane. Zane Woodley Lake. <laughs> Zane Hopkins. <laughs> and we are the crash. The crash. Okay, we're not signing off. It's just gonna cut. <laughs> <laughs>